Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Our Relationships Podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Kate. And if you don't know, this is the podcast where we go on to the Relationships subreddit of reddit.com, and we dig around for some people who need some advice, some help. We give them advice on this show, and then by extension, we're giving you advice. These are broad, everyday lessons. Almost everything, you can find a little nugget for your own relationship, maybe. Maybe. No matter how crazy. Kate, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's been a while. Excited to get an episode in. Uh, I would say... Let's start off with a quick special treat for our listeners. So Kate purchased this book, You're So Fine, I Drink a Tub of Your Bath Water, and it's over 500 no-fail pickup lines that work on the bus, in the bars, in the neighborhood store. This was published in 1996. And a true reflection of our times. Yeah. Although it was written in On the bus. On the bus, because you know how women love being approached on the bus. I love being approached on the bus. All the time, women Especially in my life. Especially when I'm reading and have my headphones in and I'm not trying to engage with anyone. Yeah. It's my personal favorite. Personal fave. Uh, so I'm just going to pick one at random here, okay? I'm just going to pick one at random. I would love to wrap you up, take you home, and eat you for dessert. Mm. Mm. Great stuff right now. I said I was going to do them at random, but I, I saw this one later, and Kate and I thought it was very apt for the times. Baby, I wish I was your boss so I could try to take advantage of you. These are no-fail lines that work every there was fucking an, <laughs> There was an editor who was like, yep, that's a good one. But so, Okay, I got to say, this is a paperback, but it's like, Decently well bound, but like it has to be close to self published. It's by like the copyright is by I'll have two cheeseburgers and some fries incorporated. And you say editor, I I don't think there was any editing. Mm. They all made the cut. Can you give can you give our listeners a quick one and then I'll go first? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'll take you out if you pay for dinner. Because I got just enough for the movie. That's just... That's a suggestion. These are no-fail pickup lines. I'm sorry, audience. Well, I think it's good. It's like, just to let you know, I have almost no money in my bank account. Yeah. And... But I'm willing to go have these. But you know what? Oftentimes... Which is really showing, you know, they... Woman or man or whatever your gender... Yeah. That... This person is just playing a fair game. Can I equal rights? Equal rights. Well, let's get some, let's encourage some equal rights. If you're a lady and you listen to the show, how about you go out and you lay down some of these lines on a guy? You let me you let me know how that you let us know at our relationships podcast at gmail.com. I have a question. This one might apply. If anyone doesn't know, AJ has very long and luxurious dreadlocks. And there is a pickup line in here that just says, is that your hair or a weave? That's, would you, would that work on you? What, I mean, is that like some sort of negging? Is this before we knew about negging? I this is proto-negging. 
I'm not talking, I don't know what negging is, but I just want to know for you personally. It would not work. As a man who could potentially be wearing a weave. It wouldn't work. You're saying you, even if it was coming from me, the love of your life. Yeah, that's not a pick. I No, it wouldn't work. But negging is when a, a pickup artist term, when they go to a woman who they're attracted to, instead of saying you look beautiful, they give them like kind of biting compliments. Like, oh, I've never seen a dress. I've never seen a dress like that look good on a chick on your size. That's nagging. Where did you even learn this? This is from the pickup artist on VH1 with Mr. E. Come on. It's great VH1 television. All right, lovers. Good tactic. We're getting into good it. Good tactic. <laughs> Always lead with an insult. We'll give you more of those <laughs> next week. I feel like we should put a check mark in the book. <laughs> Because there's a lot of them, guys. There's over 500. Anyways, let's get things started. My fiancé, 21-year-old male. Parents want us, 19-year-old male, to get married in two weeks. But I don't feel like we're ready. This is by Travelers Unite. Yesterday afternoon, my fiancé informed me that his parents, who live on the other side of the country bought plane tickets to come visit us in two weeks, and they want us to get married while they are visiting. While his parents are citizens, some loophole in the naturalization process kept my fiancé from gaining citizenship. He's currently attending a university with an F-1 visa, and we were planning on getting married in June with a nice small reception with our families. Now his parents want us to find a courthouse and just get it done so they can start his green card application. His family isn't able to get off the time. Travelers Unite's family. He doesn't even know if he's going to be able to get the time off work. Additionally, they're in a rough spot in the relationship. They have been together for five and a half years, but he's expressed that he's starting to get tired of my mannerisms. Travelers United has uh, high-functioning autism, so he doesn't converse well with his friends. But now, every time he talks to his partner... His fiance, he's terrified that he's going to snap at him for not understanding more subtle about the conversation that he had already mastered. So he's he's worried about missing social cues and stuff in in conversation at, because of his autism and his fiance is just going to jump down his throat. But really this it sounds like he's just worried about the fiance finding almost anything to mm-hmm. snap at him. In any case, uh, so he knows this is something they can work to fix, either through discussion or counseling, but he doesn't want to get married until we figure something out. I do want to marry him, but not like this. 19 and 21. Oh, they've been dating for five, five and a half, Five and a half years. But they're 19 and 21. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to throw like a red flag. Right there. You're, what are we, oh wait. It only works that one I time. I can't whistle really well. Let Anyways, us, we were thinking about Red it. flag, we're throwing it in throwing the air. Throwing it in. Throw it in the air. Um, you're too young to get married, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. But that's why you're they come too young. to us. You don't know anything about yourself or your life or this person because they're your babies who have just been in the system 
and you haven't even left the system to explore the world yet to the extent that you need to to make the decision to get married. Also, hmm, marriage for a green card. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> I can't whistle. That was actually pretty good. You had like a little something. Okay. Throwing it in the air. Throwing it in the air. Um. Also like a pressured wedding too where like you don't even get like you're not even getting a like are you getting a ring are you getting a fancy party sounds like this is gonna be like a slop together occasion that's not special that's not special it's like so you get nothing out of you don't even get your own parents there yeah can i bring up something that maybe i'm reading in between and really it's none of their business like it's none of his parents business at all and if he has an f1 visa and he is in college he is fine i mean after college you're gonna have to worry about it but i would at least wait until you're getting close to graduation and then you're just gonna have he to might deal. be he's at his fiance is 21 <clears throat> but there in are any other case. schools that you can go to sure anyways to keep your visa but anyway you need to wait like I, if you're feeling like you're being rushed or pressured, I mean, obvious choice, wait. And if they give you flack about it, like what kind of life is that? You're going to get bullied around into marrying someone you're not sure you want to marry? By his parents, not yeah. even by and him. And I'm not sure like where your uh, not fiance, maybe fiance is from originally or yeah. where his par- his parents are from. Was he born here and he's not a citizen? No, his parents are citizens, but he says some loophole in the naturalization process kept my fiance from gaining citizenship. Can I, I'm I, curious about where he's from because he said he has high-functioning as, Asperger's? Not him. The, the Travelers Unite has Asperger's. Oh, his fiance does I was going to say, like, sometimes it's just like a language barrier. But anyway. Oh, I'm serious. Some but and don't can know. I make an observation before you go further? So I think something is going on. I, everything you say is true. But why right now? June was far enough out. You know what I'm saying? If they would have just kept their mouth shut and waited till June, they probably could have got away with it. But now they're like buying tickets and trying to spur all this right now and arising so much suspicion. <clears throat> Excuse me that now Travelers Unite has to come to us. So I think there's something going on. Yeah, red flags completely all besides around. The it's point. raining red flags. And just, yeah, this is not good. You don't want to get married during a rough patch. So you're not ready. You're not ready. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm wondering what's going to happen if you say no. Um, but You, you know what? I think... His, I think travelers unite his fiance's parents probably control his fiance pretty hardcore and he's been probably telling them that i don't know if i can deal with this anymore like i don't want to get married and well, they're like you have to marry him right now so we can get your green card on the flip side of this like hello getting your green card is hard as fuck like it is such a process so i mean in that realm of just like concerned parent and they're probably just like you've been together for almost six years you're not going to be able to stay here on your student visa for much longer yeah i don't want my son to get deported because once he gets kicked out 
getting him back in is not going to be easy. No. So play devil's advocate. I see where they're coming from. But, but like, how could they, if they're, they're both They're really not citizens. making an effort to like sweeten the deal. And no. it's weird that like this has not been, I guess, discussed more in depth previously. It's pretty crazy. But I, what about if Travelers Unite literally just turned 18 or just turned 19? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he's so, fr- they're like, oh, he's 18 now. He can get married. Like. Oh, like you, maybe they planted the seed, like just stay with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll never divorce him even, and then you don't have to stay right. with him just and all that. Yeah, I mean, there's so many shady things that could be going on. And also, he doesn't even say what his fiance says about any of this. He doesn't say anything about it. Well, I'm sure his fiance, not, not fiance, they are engaged. They are engaged. They're oh. fiances. They oh. were going to get married in June. Oh. Well, then what's the rush? That's what I'm saying. I mean, no rush. Let's make it June of 2024. How about that? Sounds good, lover? I don't think that's possible. Hit it back. Oh, because of the stuff. Barring all that, don't do anything you're not uncomfortable. And marriage, you can make... I'm sure there's lots of ways to make marriage work, but you don't need to start them under duress. Don't make things harder on yourself. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? I'm... Born ready. All right. This is a thinker. Okay. Okay. A real humdinger. Yeah. Me, 18-year-old male, contemplating why romantic relationships are different from friendship friendships. This is posted by Clean Room Boy. Clean Room Boy, 18-year-old male. I'm just going to read it. Yeah. An interesting question I ask myself is this. Why do romantic relationships exist? What makes them inherently and fundamentally different from friendships? The obvious answer is sexual reproduction, but I want to go one step further. If you take away sex from a romantic relationship, does that make it a friendship? Is sex really the only thing that keeps people together? That obviously can't be true because some romantic relationships are devoid of sex and yet they are still romantic relationships. I want to understand this question because it has some serious implications. Do most people only ever get into romantic relationships because they desire sexual contact? Sorry, contact? If you were to take that away, for example, if your significant other were to become a sexless being, would that end the relationship? Are the underpinnings of romantic relationships really as simple as genitalia? What does that say about the actual relationship? Doesn't that imply that relationships are fundamentally built upon a superfluous aspect and not a deeper connection, such as trust, security, or compatibility? Then one might say that romantic relationships are different because you can start a family, but oftentimes friends become family friends and we incorporate them into our families. It seems that family does not provide a clear distinction since both friend and romantic relationships can be considered family. Now, obviously, you can have a romantic relationship that has those things, but Can't you have a friendship that has those as well? Does that make a friendship and a romantic relationship the same? Yet most people would say they aren't fundamentally the same. Most people I ask this question to state that a friendship is a deep connection you have with someone. Someone you can trust, someone you can rely on and have fun with. But isn't that exactly the same definition that someone would give to a romantic relationship? I don't know. You're out here taking surveys, bro. What do they say about that? <laughs> Sorry. So they are different, but clearly romantic relationships have a quality that sets them apart. But what is that quality specifically, AJ? 
Uh, at first, it is hormones and, like, sorry, it is hormones and chemistry. There, it's proven at the beginning of a, a relationship, that initial rush that's like head over heels in love, they're the world to you. Those are, it, it's a chemical dump in your brain. I'm not saying love isn't, you know, some deeper spiritual mean, mean, uh, meaning. But I got to say, first off, I, I will answer more of his questions. This dude is a virgin with a capital V. I mean, I'm also Times wondering, like, if he's feeling, like, asexual, like, if he's, like, not going either way. I th- he's just, or he is no, interested in romantic relationships. I think he's young. I like the name. A clean room man, or was it a clean room boy? Clean room boy. Boy. So there's maybe something going on there. I don't want to hop bleed anything in from the other one but maybe some high functioning autism by, I by so. people are allowed to no, have deep thoughts people are allowed autistic. to have deep thoughts That's so, so you can't say that That's i'm not saying somewhere rude. on the spectrum it's a spectrum well i think you're i think you're being rude by saying i'm could even suggest using that as an insult it's a spectrum keep talking and anyways i'm all i'm saying is this guy is a virgin like 100 and he he hasn't had I don't think a romantic experience yet. Wait, so, so but that even okay. hold on, hold, I so I think he's obsessing over this stuff because he hasn't had those things. So he does break it down. But what is the difference between a uh, relationship and friendship? And I even like the part that he brought up about partners changing asexual mid relationship, and those can remain, you know, romantic relationships. I think we've even talked about one on the show before, but. The main difference is, is that it is like a friend and somebody you share a life with and you have sex with them and having sex with them. I'm not saying obviously all relationships aren't. I I don't know how the asexuals do it. But that's such a small population. Not to discredit anybody. That's not what I'm saying. So, but, but for ninety nine percent, the penis and vagina and whatever else anyone is working a with. sum of it's the sum is greater than the whole of its parts. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes, a a romantic relationship is on paper sex plus all the things that he described a friendship relationship as. But it doesn't just equal that plus that. It becomes something greater. Plus, you're hanging out with these person, like, buying shit with them. Your lives become so, like, sorry. Your lives become so intertwined that it becomes something different. And even with my best and oldest friend, I I still am very close. Like, my two, like, my two best friends I've known since I was six 11 I've spent a lot of time with both of them it's not it's not the same thing we're not living parallel lives when you when you're in a romantic relationship with somebody you have your own interests and stuff but you're living a parallel life towards a joint goal you own all the same shit my none of my best yeah, friends but what about own all the same shit you start owning all the same shit what about the in between you're still building up all the to that I wasn't just saying material goods, but it's all leading up to that, that you're living these lives that are on the same track. And just like, it's almost like you're a little bit of a clone of your partner. 
You know what I'm saying? I know that you try to be like me all the time. So, and, yeah, I don't really agree and that on my end. You've gained all this from Literally me. every day of your life is improved because I <laughs> am in it. I mean, all of your happiness stems from me. Ar- Nobody's arguing about any of this, but <laughs> some great life so, But initially, you're saying, like, it is just, like, a physical thing. All that, you, you're not so going to have you really any- have no control. Your brain is just, your body is just having this reaction. And then after you get over that reaction and your logic starts coming in, yeah. you have to make the decision. And then I think yes. at the end of it, it's the commitment. Yeah. And the work you put in. Yes. Because romantic becomes a lot more uh faceted like it grows into something way more complicated and unless and you have a very toxic romance friendship becomes a part of that whole shebang it's true but it, yeah the romance it, could just be a day and it could be a great day and then call it a fucking day you know what i mean yeah it's a fling it was beautiful call it a day so long term though it's way beyond romance yeah, and it's more charged as well, is Sweet. what I wanted to say. Mm. Because in a romantic relationship, it is supercharged. Like, you feel everything a little bit more. And unless you but have your body tox- tricking you because it wants you to mate. Well, I'm not just saying both ways. I'm saying unless you have a toxic relationship, you and your friends shouldn't be talking shitty to each other. I'm Neither should you and your significant other but I feel like it's easier in a relationship to be like, I want to kill you. I'm so angry at you versus a non-romantic friendship. Yeah. There's so many, especially now that I'm older and we've cut out so many dramatic people. I haven't had any real fights with like any of my friends in years. Mm. Not anything that like I wouldn't call them the next day over and that like anything to do with us or shit that mattered, you know? Mm-hmm. So to a young man who we're potentially thinking has not experienced much relationship action, romantic or otherwise, who knows? Yeah. Would you say that it's worth pursuing and dabbling or he should just hang out in the friendship realm forever? 18, you got so much time ahead of you. It's great that you've really gotten down to the theory. I like that. That's some preparation. You're doing your homework. Now it's time for the practical side of all this thought. You need empirical evidence. Go put your dick in something. That's nice, babe. Consensually. I was just like, you know, think about it. It's good to be a little logical and like be smart about stuff. Also, have fun. Yeah, and watch that logic. Have fun. Watch that logic fly out the window. Watch you go so crazy. (laughs) You get a taste. And you're going to be like, I wish I never. Yeah, and you're like, what's the difference between dying and breaking up with your one true love? Are they different? I asked 50 people if dying and breaking up were different. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the to be continued post. That's the to be continued post. Okay. Thank you, Clean Room Boy. Yeah, that was great. I appreciate your deep thoughts. And we've we've had like two real names. I like that one. It's a great name. My 18-year-old female friend, 18-year-old male, Held my hand today when we were walking home. Yeah, I initially picked this because I thought they were gay. And it's funny, in my first one, I thought they were straight. I got a flip-flop. Okay. Sorry. My 18-year-old female 
friend, 18-year-old male, held my hand today when we were walking home. I liked it a lot, and I told him that, but he's been ignoring me for the whole day. Did I scare him off? By live plum. I've known my friend since high school. We go to the same university. We live close by, so we walk home together every day. Today, out of nowhere, he held my hand. He's a really shy person, so this was completely unexpected. He looked nervous, so I said that his warm hands felt nice on a cold day. He didn't expect me to reciprocate, and he just walked <laughs> the rest of the way home in awkward silence. I realized how nice it felt to hold his hand and how much I want wanted to date him. So I sent him this message. I sent this message to him shortly after arriving home. I really liked it when you held my hand today and I want to talk about it. It's been a few hours and he hasn't replied back. I'm not the type of person that expects an instant reply, but he left me on red and he usually gets back to me immediately. We were all supposed to supposed to play League of Legends today, but he wouldn't get on Discord or reply to any of my mentions. So what's happening here? Did I scare him away? Am I being really annoying by messaging him? Help. A live plum. 18? 18 and 18. Wow. Wait, so he made a move and now he's like... Ghosted her. I mean, this ghosted. was just a couple hours. It's a fast ghost. Yeah. Yeah. So... Did she scare him away by messaging him? Should, should she have let things develop on their own? I mean, if a hand hold is that significant, I feel like there must have already been a buildup. And clearly, like there was for him, for him to make a move. But she acts like she's never thought about it until that moment. Yeah. And the heat from his hand heated her loins. And boom, he's got the magic touch. And now he can't shake her. Yeah. I... That's super weird. Well, now he did shake her. But yeah, That's super strange. They're 18. We were just talking what about hormones. What is League hormones. of Legends? I don't want to stereotype. Oh, League of... Oh, wait. Oh. Is it like... What, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? Mean, I don't know. League what of Legends is many, one of the large... It's how, it's a free-to-play online video game, but it's like... It's Is it a, like LARPing, but in a video no, game? No, no, no. I'm sure people role-play it. No, I don't even think so. It's... Timed matches with objectives and killing each other. The long, skinny field. And it's very strategy-driven. So It's a huge game. Millions of people play it. And yeah. it's free, too. But it's huge. But it's very much like soccer or something like that. So you have different positions. And some people... You have teams? Yeah, there's two so teams. So they're probably on a team? Yeah, I'm assuming they're on a team together. I think it's a guild, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's a good foundation for a relationship is teamwork. So there you go. You're you're starting in a good place. Um, how, how did I that message sound his, to you? I, I really know. liked it when you held my hand today and I want to talk about I it. I like it. I like you it. You know I like direct communication. And I think you're a young lady. And uh, a lot of dudes are not going to take kindly to direct communication. But I say, fuck that. Set your standards now. You shouldn't hide your feelings and you shouldn't have to be like, I don't know. I mean, give him time to react, I guess. He's probably sure. freaking out because he maybe did not expect you to react the way he yeah. wanted to. You know what I what mean? What do you mean? Why is he holding her hand? What was the end goal? 
He probably didn't think that far ahead. Or he did, what? but in a theoretical sense. He definitely sense. has been thinking about holding her Yeah, hand. but it gets... 100%. Once again, we're talking Keeping theory versus practicality. So... He's probably thought about a lot Hangs of things. Out with he's this an 18-year-old who plays man. video games yeah. with him, and he's a high school dude. He has thought about doing more than hold her hand. I know. So it's not theory. That's the body. But he's taking it into the practical realm, into the physical realm. Physical realm. realm. <laughs> um, I think give him a little bit of time. Yeah, that was a good message. If he acts awkward... I mean, you don't need to deal with that. Just be like, things don't need to be awkward. Let's move on. Or, like, talk to him to his face. Easy peasy. But he'll he'll be around. He probably just spent all of his gumption, what are we going to call it, all of his mojo, everything he had in the tank as a shy guy was yeah. holding your hand. He's going to need to you recharge. You blown his mind. Alone is so mine. he needs to recharge. He'll regroup. He'll be back. He is probably on Reddit right now trying to get some answers. Probably. So I say hang in there. You know, have fun with it. Rock and roll. And if he's like super weird, don't sweat it. Keep gaming and find another fish. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. Moving on. And onwards and upwards. Here we go. My BF won't help me learn the native language of the country I moved to for him. Uh, four years together, 24-year-old female, 24-year-old male, and it's called Patient Beginning. Mm. We met on a trip, continued long distance until I moved for him as I was the mobile one. Our communication is mostly in English, my native language. He started off speaking broken English and then over the course of our relationship has shown immense progress and I'm really proud of him. He lives in France and I've been trying to learn French for years. My courses, I don't really understand this. My courses are in English as I'm in a business school uh, and I really need to work on my French to get a job, to feel closer to his culture and to be bilingual because now she lives in France. Right. Okay, I'm not too bad at French. I can manage a conversation, just not with the best words or perfect grammar, but I'm lost in situations like negotiations and would really appreciate his help. I request him every other day to speak in French, but he just won't. I initiate conversation in French, send messages in French, and I get a response like, so many mistakes, check your grammar before texting me, or simply the answer in English. I'm sure he isn't a grammar Nazi, so it can't be an aversion to listening to badly framed sentences. I'm not sure if this is a relevant post to the sub, but is this a relationship problem? What must I do to convince him? It definitely is. That is a relationship, a relationship problem. problem. I really liked where this story went, and it was way different than what I immediately imagined when you read me the title. That was really fun. Okay, this is a relationship problem. I'm glad you came to us. 100%. We're here for you. There's a weird power dynamic. Ah, I love this story. I think, was thinking power dynamic myself. Keeping her down. Keeping her down. So she can't find other... I don't... Mysterious, I don't cigarette-smoking, well-dressed, chic French men. I don't think what that that's what... 
that is what one it's option. About. That's one option. Okay, we're we're un we're putting things out of, on the table. French. It's definitely not. <laughs> I think un is one. Un is one. Option. All right, Anyone? we'll say your French. <laughs> Didn't you take French? That was a, like, I was like sixteen. It's a long time ago. Okay, <laughs> so possible things. Maybe it's a power dynamic, and I can't crack. The nut on this one, but maybe he. She has he, helped him learn English. I know, and that's that's the part that's really throwing me. She but, moved to ho France. Hold on, hold on. Maybe he's become so smug in how well his English has become, and he is diminishing her contribution towards his success in his English studies, and now he's feeling like, why should I coddle your shitty French when I did this English thing all on my own? Yeah. Either way, as a partner, she doesn't actually that's say, some bullshit. That is some bullshit. A lot of partners do have problems like learning from each other, though, and I do actually think that that's super normal for like one partner to be extra judgmental or be like a harsh teacher. I think that happens all the time, and and it does. Yeah, like, no, it when does. When you see like couples doing shit together, like one person's giving directions and they're shitty directions, and then they just start yelling at the other person. It it it's goes hard. down quick. It's hard. It's hard to teach your significant other because you're like, I don't know, you. I don't know why it's difficult, but sometimes it's difficult. So maybe for him, it's just like frustrating, but. As a couple, like, he needs to speak to you in French because I'm assuming you don't get a lot of other, I'm assuming, like, you interact with other people, but to get those conversations and to really express who you are in French, like, you need that conversational practice. So I think, like, you need to plead that case with him, but also, like, if, ask him what's going on. Yeah. For him to be so stubborn. Dick. And I guess maybe he wants you to like do it yourself. But you know what? You didn't move to France by yourself. Yeah. You didn't like he didn't learn English by himself. No. So if you're asking for help, then like he needs to help you. But I think you definitely have a conversation because it might make him feel. Have a conversation. Stressed. Yeah. Also, maybe you just need to like be like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to go learn French with all these other people. I definitely would. But it's hard. It's hard when you live in a foreign I know, country. I know. To find someone to practice with on the regular. You know what I mean? Like you can hang out with people, but you're just going to get like what you can understand. And if you have like a friend who is bilingual, then they could help you. But otherwise, like he's her gatekeeper. Yeah. One of the gatekeepers for her. And, and maybe he does like that power. That is the first stage. This is one of the first stages. Is also, in an is... abusive relationship where they they control access yeah. in communication. It's super, I mean, she, and she, she really needs, she's a student. Yeah. She really needs to work on her friends to get a job. And she put that in caps lock. Like, this isn't just like for them. Like, this is for oh, wow. their, for them to be a successful couple together and as individuals. So, like, I don't, mm. asking her, and, like, that's his native language. Like, I don't, 
He's being really I really like that you brought that part up again. And now this is making more sense. Maybe there is more, what's what I'm looking for? Resentment on his end for somewhere. And he's just like, Like she doesn't have a job. You you don't have any of this shit. Like, you're just making excuses. I don't know. Do it yourself. You got to get down to the nut. You got to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I think you really need to ask him, like, why won't you speak to me in French? And why won't you help me? And ask him if there's anything else going on. Yeah. And if that's it, then be like, I just need you to help me. Like, I just need you to practice conversation with me. And if you like to be corrected or if you don't, like, figure that out. Um, There's, like, a lot of great resources online to help you with that. But, like, it's okay for him not to want to be your sole teacher. But, like, all he is truly is going to be so beneficial to your growth. Can I suggest an off-the-wall idea I just came up with? What about if she starts describing intricate sexual fantasies to him, but in French? But they're very intricate, so she has to use a lot of vocabulary. And then it's a positive thing. You know what I'm saying? You're going to run out of like vocabulary that you can use in the real world oh. real fast. But sure. What about if it's so only should, it's role yes, playing as business? You should pay him for his tutoring and sex because that's what women need to that's do. That's not what I'm talking about. It certainly sounds like what you're saying. That is not what I'm talking about like that. Just be like, I'll suck your dick if you That's um, not what I'm me. saying. I'm talking about she role plays as a businesswoman in a negotiation. And then is a celebration of a great business done deal. Like all the great businessmen. I read it in The Art of the Deal. They fuck afterwards. You shake hands and then you fuck. That's just how it goes down. Businessmen fuck each other? Yeah, it's in The Art of the Deal. I don't think I'm a businessman. All right. You just have to read it yourself. I've got this copy and you Anyways, to you need it. to talk to him directly about this because yeah. he should be ready and willing to and help And ask you. him if there's anything going on and really listen for that tone. He's going to lie. You're going to have to pull it out of them, but it's there. All right. And if you do feel like it's a power complex, red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Okay. I like this one. A whole lot. My husband, male, 30-year-old, is into a fetish. I, female, 28, can't cater to. But my husband of 10 years has intermittently had a pretty low libido. It goes up and down, but is overall, but overall it has been getting lower in the past four years or so. He's very repressed about sex. He doesn't like to talk about it. He frequently forgets if I tell him something I like in bed. He even used to physically cringe if I suggested trying something even slightly kinky, like blindfolding or very soft bondage. I was the only one who ever suggested anything new. His excuse was always... This stuff is hard. You just pick it and then would shut down everything I said while cringing. Though he claims to enjoy eating me out, he almost never does it. And when he does, I'm pretty uncomfortable because I assume he hates it. Otherwise, he would reciprocate every once in a while. And then worst of all, when he comes, when he's done, we're done, she says. And he never bothers finishing her off. So she's pretty sexually dissatisfied. And things are getting... A little bit of weird for him 
because he's not happy at work. She thinks he might have, you know, he's had a history with depression, but they get to talking one day and he admits that he has a fetish for larger women, much larger, 300 plus pounds larger. He's really nervous about telling her about it and she doesn't like to kink shame, so she tried to be supportive. He told me that he has a lot of shame associated with it. Uh, people would make find out and make fun of him, stuff like that. His psychiatrist supposedly mocked him as a teenager. She's trying to be encouraging. And now that they've been more open, they've tried to talk about things more. But when she really gets down to it, this is the only thing he is into. This is what he's saying now. So now uh, she is worried. It's Pretty Little Throwaway, by the way. Sorry about that. Now Pretty Little Throwaway is worried that all this time in this low libido is not just for the fetish. She's a little bit heavier than she'd like. She wants to lose like 30 pounds or something like that. Or right around there. But she's got something to hold on to. Yeah, just a little bit right now. But this is even, she's a little heavier right now. She's working her way back down than she has been in the past. But she wants to lose weight for herself. And they, she was like, I'm never going to gain that kind of weight for you. And he said he didn't support it. But then later while talking about it, he admitted that it was something he would want one day. So he like got really excited about the possibility of something like this happening. So they're still not having sex. He's in the meantime, he's gaining weight, not showering, not getting haircuts for up to five months. She's finding him gross. She's tried to talk to him about seeing a therapist and he won't go see a therapist. Um, so she's cater the the sad thing about all this is that she'd be more than happy to cater to most fetishes. She's pretty sex positive, but she's not going to gain hundreds of pounds for him. So now that she's losing the weight, he's been saying shit like, don't lose too much weight. I just don't want you to get too skinny. And it's undermining her confidence in herself and the relationship. So there's that. He doesn't care if he, she finds him sexy. She still tries to be hot for him. She doesn't understand it. She tries talking to him about it, but he just gets frustrated. So this has been going on for months and months and months. She wants to know, has anyone out there had a similar experience? How do you balance your partner's needs with your own? Am I in the wrong for being a little hurt and grossed out by his fetish? How can I simultaneously take care of my own needs and support him? Am I a bad person for making this all about me, as he has claimed? Any thoughts and advice? Wow. So much to unpack. Well, also... I'm really curious, like, what is their relationship like outside of this issue? Because he seems, just from what you told us, like, he's kind of closed up. Yeah. Like, this never came up. So, like, when she gained weight, he was never like, hey, I think you look good with some By the way, LBs. they got married at, so they've been married for 10 years. I'd just like to point out that they were 20 and 18 when they got married. Everyone is welcome to get married as young as you want, but I really do not understand. 
the getting married when you are so young. And then all of this shit comes out when people are actually grown enough to talk about what's really going on. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, that's tough because you have every right to have your body the way you want your body to be. So you should continue to do that. But him putting you down for being healthy is not okay. And also, I would like to play devil's advocate. Is he just getting, is he just like getting gross and gaining weight and saying, and so thus, because he's doing that, his libido's going down. And this is just an excuse to not have sex because he knows that she like maintains her weight. Yeah. I mean, she put on a few pounds, like she said, but she's losing them. Yeah. Oh, she had a great line. It was too fat. 30 pounds is not 200 No, no. She said, too fat for society, but not skinny enough for my husband. Like, what the fuck? Damn. Damn. But it's interesting because if he was really, I mean, obviously, if if it's significantly larger women, that's fine. But that, like, it never came up that when she gained this weight that he liked it. You know what I mean? Like, that's so weird that he didn't even say that. It's, I think maybe he's worried that he's going to lose what he has already, you know, because I don't think she was ever bigger than this. So this is how big, her biggest, and he's worried about losing even that. All I want to say, there's, we do not kink shame or anything else here too, but- Completely removed. Let's take out the kink. Swap this in. Swap this behavior in with any other thing that's not a kink. Helping out around the house. Talking about problems. He's just being a piece of shit. Also, really classic. I'm not going to just say dude move, but it is such a dude move to do, especially now. You, you, We see it a lot. You really see it a lot online and people describing stuff. Guys coming out. Specifically men coming out with these pretty interesting fetishes and then trying to spin it like, I'm into this. Why can't you be supportive of of me? I I think we've done some stuff on the show like this. You see this like they just go so hard through it. Yeah. And you do 100 therapists, therapists. Therapist. This is not okay. So if what sex therapist and relationship therapist, and it is fine if he wants to have that fetish and that's his life, but then he needs to decide right now if he wants to be with you or not. Because if this is so crazy, he can't have sex with you or live a normal relationship, then there's no time to be in this relation. He doesn't want to be in the relationship by his own admission. Yeah. And you're very young to have like, a no sex situation for for years for years and then like it's only going to continue that way because you're not willing to gain like a hundred pounds or something and he's not willing i don't know it's like i understand having the fetish i don't think there's anything wrong with that but like there's no other like stuff like there's it seems like he's not willing to like Meet we you can in take, the middle. Yeah, we can just take the fetish completely out of it. He doesn't seem like but a very good she, partner. He's not a good partner. If this was any other And also thing, selfish lover, hello. hello. Like he doesn't finish you off. Why not? And Ever? He doesn't cut his hair for five months. 
What does he do? I don't know. She doesn't say anything. I, understandably, Pretty Little Throwaway is very focused on the current situation. We empathize. More deets would be nice, though, to flesh things out. Yeah, yeah. that dude. But take a step back. Evaluate this from, like, just the kink. And then evaluate it from taking all, like, taking out, or what is it? Just look at the kink and the sex part of it. And then look at your whole relationship minus the sex stuff and see, like, is it is it really just the sex stuff that's a problem? No. Because, and if he's not willing to see a therapist and then he, he wasn't willing to talk or be open to anything until just recently. like Insane. He is, like, I don't know. As a partner, you need to, like, as a person, you need to be growing and reflecting and, like, whatever. And then as a couple, you need to do that as well. And you really need to meet in the middle. And if he's not willing to do that, he's not willing to talk to someone, he's not willing to do therapy, he's not willing to even, like, be open about other options or, you know, come up with solutions, then, I mean, get out while you're young, honey, and lose those 30 LBs and go get you a man who appreciates you and will get you off. Yeah. And he wasn't even willing. You're very sex positive. Yeah. He hasn't, wasn't even willing to sew your own custom fat suit to wear when he <laughs> boned you. That's not, This man shows no effort. No effort in his sex life. No effort with his personal appearance. And no effort with his own fetish. Also, there's a total thing called like feeders. There's people who secretly make their significant others fat. He didn't even try that. How maybe you know that's he where didn't. the 30 pounds came from. Oh, shit. Maybe he was oh, secretly shit. feeding you. Is he a good cook? I, we, we need to know so much more. But I think that's it. But that's, that's insight like that. That's why it's good to come to us and not just other people, other strangers on the internet. Yeah. You're not going to get this insight. Did you know? Wait, I keep Did imagining, people... though, like, if he does come around, you guys could get those, like, blow-up sumo suits. Yeah. That would be so fun. So fun. fun. <laughs> so fun. That would be, like, great foreplay for that, right? I mean, I See, don't know. Maybe. And on a very positive note here. It's not yeah. all bummers. Actually, I think we had a pretty light show. It's all right. Generally speaking. Okay. Well, everybody, what we really need you to do this week is... Please leave a review with a rating on iTunes. We need a bunch of them so we can actually have a rating display. If we, I don't know what that number is. I didn't do enough research. But I can tell you if we can get to at least 10 reviews by the time the next episode comes out next week. If we can get 10 reviews, Kate and I are going to do a face reveal on YouTube. We will do a few questions on YouTube, and you'll be able to see us there and let us know what you think about that. Um, so that'd be great. Please message us at Our Relationships Podcast if you have a question for us or some advice. Also, it doesn't have to be about you. It can be about your friend. You're like, my friend's tripping. Can you, can you give them some advice? And then you just send them the episode. You know? And that's how you let him know about, that's how you spread the word about our relationships. You trick your friends into giving you sensitive details about their life to leak to us, and then we'll help them. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, right. man. Yeah, man. All right. As we always say, is from our, our relationships, relationships to yours. Love each other. Baby, no. 